You're listening to the Townsville Chamber cast. Essential information, ideas and news that matters to the business community of Townsville. Ahead of the federal election, Chamber CEO Ross McLennan sits down with ALP candidate John Ring. All of the candidates will be live at our candidates debate breakfast on March 16 at the Ville Resort Casino. Tickets for the debate are now live and can be purchased on our website www.townsvillechamber.com.au forward slash events. Thanks, Claire, and thanks, John, for joining us on uh, this episode of the Townsville Chambercast. And I must say, putting your hand up for politics uh, is a pretty major decision. And in 2022, uh, this federal election is going to be one of the more interesting ones, uh, that's for sure, with everything that's uh, going on. But, uh, John, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why are you putting your hands up for the, for the critical seat of Herbert up here in Townsville? Yeah, well, uh, look, and I appreciate the Chamber uh, letting me have this opportunity to address uh, members of the Chamber. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. But, yeah, just to introduce myself a little bit, um, I'm born and bred local from Townsville. I was born in the Marta Hospital back in 1970. Uh, I went to school at Iggy Park here um, and spent the first 20 years of my life here, got my first job, um, fell in love with my wife here in Townsville. And uh, then I joined the Air Force and was a, a defence firefighter in the Air Force for uh, 15 years. And uh, my wife and I started a family and we decided that we wanted to bring our uh, kids up back in Townsville, back in our hometown here, uh, because we love it so much. So um, yeah, I got a job as a civilian firefighter at the airport here in Townsville. And uh, I've been doing that ever since for the last 16 and a half years. So I've, I've been a, a career firefighter for 31 years all up. And, uh, you know, we've got very strong fa uh, family ties to the community here in Townsville. Uh, um, both my mother and father live here. Uh, my brother and his family live here. Um, my wife's mother and father and brother and sister live in Townsville as well. So we've got very strong community ties. Um, and, you know, my, my father-in-law and, and, uh, and mother-in-law have run a couple of small businesses uh, before as well. Um, mother Hubbard's car detailing and Acacia Limousines. And I've helped them out a little bit with the, the family business every now and then. And um, my sister also was part owner at one stage of um, Archer River Roadhouse up in the Cape. And I've um, gone up there and helped them out a, a fair bit as well. So I kind of um, understand a little bit of how um, small business can be very uh, daunting and, and, and a struggle at times and how you know businesses have to run lean and mean to make ends meet sometimes and um, how they expect governments to do the same sort of thing to run lean um, so um, but you know I think there's always um, a, a bit of uh, balance with that as well that needs to be addressed um, you, you can run efficiently and not effectively so I think you need to be running efficiently and effectively and I think governments need to do the same thing um, to give you an example and this is part probably why uh, I've got a, started to get a bit more involved in politics. Uh, back in 2016, the federal government um, was uh, going to change some legislation uh, that would have closed airport fire stations in regional airports and um, also prevent new stations from opening up. They were going to change the establishment figures. Um, so it would have meant that regional airports would have missed out on having that vital protection of uh, aviation firefighters. And uh, you know, emergency services are scarce in the regions already, so we didn't need that from our federal government. So um, my colleagues and I decided to make sure we, that the community would know about that. So we ran a bit of a campaign and uh, local councils didn't even know this sort of thing was happening. Uh, so we made sure they knew about it. 
we lobbied every single member of parliament, every senator, um, and uh, let the general public know and uh, made that, that change to legislation that the government introduced on the Friday before Christmas in 2016, uh, uh, which is usually when they don't want anyone to know about it. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we made sure everyone knew about it and um, made it that unpopular that the government actually withdrew the bill. As a consequence, we got a brand new fire station at which Sunday's Coast Airport there. Uh, and so people are much better protected, uh, the flying public. Um, so yeah, that's why I got a little bit more interested in, in, uh, in politics. And I've also seen locally here um, that, you know, the same sort of thing um, from Phil Thompson and the federal government over the last three years. Um, you know, we had cuts to the Bureau of Meteorology um, we've had cuts to, to DVA that have uh, you know, caused our veterans distress in waiting lists. They've gone from um, 5,000 people waiting for their claims to be assessed to 50,000 in the last three years. And I just think that's a disgrace. Um, uh, we need to be looking after those people that uh, didn't hesitate in looking after us. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just think th that's sort of led me to want to do more. Yep. Um, so, uh, and I understand that, you know, Townsville being a regional city, I've grew, grown up here, I know how hard it is to get resources from state and federal governments. So every little bit of penny uh, that we, we can get needs to be sought after and you need a good representative to do that. And I just don't think Phil Thompson's been doing that. Yeah, so. I, I mean, you, you raised some really interesting points there. I know, you know, December time, we got a report from the ACCC about the unaffordability of insurance. Uh, yeah, they released that uh, on the 21st of December too. Like, So there is some of us that love reading stuff of a night. And I mean, the Chamber, um, obviously one of our pillars over the last few years has been around insurance. And, and you know, we've got an announcement now of a reinsurance pool. But um, there's, there's multiple other things. And, you know, everyone's resource poor. And I, I mean... I uh, commend your advocacy there and, and your tenacity to get those things across the line because we understand completely how much work's involved. But, you know, is there any other things that, that sort of on the tip of your tongue? I mean, obviously, we're doing a breakfast next month, but, you know, is there a, is there a couple of things that you're really passionate about you think that we're really missing out on here? Well, um, you mentioned the reinsurance pool there yeah. uh, before, uh, mate. So I've got to say um, it's about bloody time the reinsurance pool was introduced into Parliament. Uh, we've been uh, waiting what three years for that now is it, is it well i did a i did a podcast with margaret yeah, yeah yeah well it was first it was first done in 2015 so yeah yeah, yeah. right so more longer then yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we've been waiting a long time and there's been many announcements uh and uh, with no result we're all still paying way too much for our insurance yep uh, both families and businesses so um you know i have i have hope that it will make a difference for people but um I'm a little bit uh, uh, reserved in my um, judgment because uh, there's been no modelling uh, released on the insurance pool. Um, there's, you know, the RACQ um, have got concerns and they've said that even though that the it's it's actually in, it could take six to twelve months to actually make a difference. Yeah. So that's another, you know, six to twelve months after a bill's been passed. So that's another year of high insurance premiums. You know, the, the Insurance Council of Australia has concerns. You know, Suncorp have concerns of the lack of detail. So, um, and from my point of view, um, if you've got good news to, uh, to uh, give people on the lead up to an election, you generally give them good news. And so I don't understand why the government hasn't released the modelling. You know, if they've got nothing to hide, 
then you know Phil Thompson needs to get in there and release the mo- modelling for businesses and families to make you know give us surety. You know, we need assurance on insurance from our government. Uh, so. yeah, well, I um, yeah, I mean, and we've. Uh, insurance has been a, a major player, and and yeah, look, these these things will take time, and and um, but um, obviously, like duplication and and multi layers of of governments, always a, a major issue, and I and I um, respect the fact that you've talked about the family connections with small business there, and I'm I'm sure around the dinner table they would have talked about the red and red and green tape uh, that we constantly run into, but. You know, with 82% of taxation collected by the federal government, what what ideas or would you have to sort of streamline some of these complexities for for those mums and dads on the ground? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up that, uh, mate. And, and, and you know, this is I think the second highest taxing government for a federal government, uh, just behind the Howard government, I believe. So uh, yeah, that's uh, it is a, a big thing for businesses to deal with um, all the red tape, all the different levels of government. So, and and I have had discussions with my father-in-law many a time over a, a beer or two. So uh, over those sort of things, and I, I work in the aviation industry. Now, the aviation industry is one of the the most highly regulated industries. It's also one of the safest as well. So, um, and the, you know, I think there's a bit of synergy there between those two things. So, like I said, then I believe there needs to be a balance. And there needs to be a balance between all the levels of government and you're only going to get that if all levels of government work together and i've got to say that's not what i'm seeing over the last nine years from our current federal government they like to um, point fingers and make jobs uh, everyone else's uh, problem and not uh, get in there and do the hard work themselves to to fix things for businesses and for families you know so um, and the last three years, all I've seen from our current PM is picking fights, um, calling people names, uh, getting in the paper and not actually doing anything. So, uh, you know, I know myself um, when we've gone through hard times here um, in Townsville, you know, I, I was here through Yarsi. I was part of the cleanup. I was here for the 2019 floods and I was part of that cleanup. Um, and, you know, now we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, we need all levels of government to be pulling together and working for the people, mm-hmm. not playing politics, not pointing fingers, um, and not playing games. So, I think we, we we need adults back in the room, and we need people to be sitting down at the bargaining table and working through these issues to make our economy more efficient and more effective. Yeah, no, I mean we've we've definitely seen the complexities of our federation over the last uh, three years play out in in um, in all of its glory. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But um, John, I mean we're almost up. It's almost ten minutes. If you if you'd like to give us a little closing statement, but I mean yeah, keep some gunpowder in the box. Obviously for our breakfast on the sixteenth of um, March, we're really looking forward to having all the candidates there. And um, yeah, I'd like to thank you as well for your openness and, and willingness to be involved. All right, well, thanks very much for that, mate. But, um, you know, to give you an idea of what I want to bring to Townsville if I'm elected, yep. uh, I'd suggest Chamber uh, members look at the um, Powering Australia policy uh, and consider all the opportunities we have here in Townsville to get more jobs, more blue-collar jobs in mining, uh, new energy minerals, in refining uh, nickel and other things, in renewable energy, cheaper uh, energy prices uh, for business and families um, and you know blue collar jobs with white collar wages that they can spend in businesses here in Townsville have a look at our policy powering Australia policy and you'll see where 
a Labor government will take Australia into the future, not looking backwards, looking into the future and look at the opportunities for business in the future. Fantastic, mate. I really appreciate your time and um, we'll see you again on the 16th. Cheers. Thanks, John. Have a great day. 10 minutes is just not long enough and there are so many other things to discuss. We can't wait to see the attendees' questions and how the candidates respond live on the 16th of March. Tickets for the debate are now live and can be purchased on our website www.townsvillechamber.com.au forward slash events.